career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clements, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. All right, guys, it's time for 40 Plus Real Men, Real Talk, where we absolutely refuse to pound on our chests and prove we're a man, and you'll never catch us actually scratching our balls in public because that just ain't right. And it is a place where we truly, truly give ourselves permission, yes, the big P word, to be the kind of guys we're meant to be. And today I brought a friend of mine on who we connected through a spiritual group and he really focuses a lot of his life on spirituality, sexuality, helping people get past trauma. And I thought, you know what? Sometimes we guys, we just got to go get in the spirit. And I thought, why not bring my buddy Chris Tompkins in to talk about spirituality, sexuality, all that sort of stuff. In fact, guys, we don't know where we're going today, but I know it's going to be a great conversation. So, Chris, buddy, thanks for coming on and being on with me today. I sure appreciate it, man. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Well, and as I said in the intro, you and I met through Inspire Spiritual, and that was kind of where we made that first connection. And as I watched you that day after I spoke, and then we spent the afternoon doing a little like seminar that I did, I realized that this spirituality thing was really a connection point for you. And um, I'm just curious, as gay man to gay man, and guys, just because we're two gay men talking doesn't mean you can't listen. We want you to listen to this. But where did that spirituality calling really come for you, man? Hmm. I think it's always really been there, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. I look back and, you know, as a child, I always had a, a deep connection with with god a higher power um i had a a a relationship with god when when i was a child i remember praying and and just kind of that was my it it wasn't something necessarily that was taught to me it was just kind of inherent in, in who i was um and how i expressed myself and then the later as the older i got the more kind of intertwined it became religion became with my sexuality Mm -hmm. as a gay man. And so it actually kind of, I started to use my spirituality as a means of getting something. Mm. Um, And so the getting something was to try to not be gay because I felt like if I could be the best Christian, that was the religion I I grew up with. um, Then as long as I was a good student of religion, then I would experience the things that I wanted in life. Interesting. I think, I think many people have gone through that. I know I went through it and it was, I was going through it before I ever really realized I was gay. I think I realized more that, okay, I'm supposed to be this and this is what God wants me to be. And if I'm this, then everything's going to go really, really good. And then things didn't go really good. I had kind of a shitty childhood at times and then some stuff started happening and, you know, I went through some sexual abuse. I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) this thing with God ain't working out quite the way I thought it would be until I realized I'm not sure God has a whole lot to do with that other than I'm being given 
kind of what I need to grow and to figure things out. And I'm curious how similar or different did that feel for you? Yeah, I think my, you know, my whole notion of God growing up was this kind of genie in a bottle um, asking you shall receive, but you have to be a good person to mm-hmm. be able to, to receive. And my notion of, my notion of good came from X, Y, and Z, which was what I was taught. Right. So as long as you fit kind of this, this mold um, and did things accordingly, then you would receive the goodness of God. God was available mm-hmm. to you as long as you were good. Yep. And, and what good, like I said, meant for me was what I was shown and taught. And so if I didn't fit that, then I had to somehow become that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it was this constant kind of like search and yearning, but with, a, with like a caveat, like a condition. Yeah. Yeah. Very conditional. Yeah. It was, it was very conditional for me. And so that took a long time to unlearn. Mm -hmm. And, and so as an adult, now I can say that my spirituality is a completely different spirituality, Mm -hmm. but it still has the remnants of that original spirituality from when I was a child, Mm -hmm. that childlike sense of spirituality. So what is it? Ha- what is it now? I mean, I'm curious. You know, you say it's different. I get the foundation because I, I know. For me, I'm in the same space. It's like there's that foundation of belief. I guess that's mm-hmm. the way I look at it. That I believe in something greater than myself. I know there's something beyond. I don't know what that is. I don't choose to like put any particular label on it, other than I know something powerful is the reason I'm having this experience. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of my spirituality, I guess every day I'm learning more and more what it is. You know, yeah. it, it morphs every day for me. You know? Right. It sounds like that's kind of what's happening for you too. It's like this sense of what it becomes is something that's a daily adventure, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's interesting because as we're using these words just in this conversation, I think that your listeners or people who listen to these conversations, they kind of have you know, words are symbols. And so we Mm -hmm. kind of have these symbols in our minds. And so we use God and God is this kind of like authoritarian, like I said, genie in a bottle, um, person who sits on a cloud, old man with, you know, all of the things that we've kind of heard, that's kind of in the subconscious. And so when we use God, there's this kind of like masculine energy, like I said, authoritative. And then when we start to cross over into spirituality, it softens. It becomes more of this kind of like spirituality. I mean, live, I live in Los Angeles. And so Los Angeles is, it's very common to be spiritual. It's almost mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, this, it's like it's a, just part of what you do. It's, yeah. It's and, in life. Yeah. And, but, but with the word spirituality or all these connotations, like going, doing yoga, drinking mm-hmm. kombucha, um, mm-hmm. You know, very fairy. You know, <laughs> yeah, like even you know, you know, the universe revolves around us. There's an aura. I mean, it's all, and it can be all that stuff. I think that's the beauty, at least my perspective of spirituality. It can be whatever that means for you that makes your life better, more significant, on purpose, whatever that might mean. And I think that's kind of the beauty of spirituality. Well, it is. And 
what I, what I was getting at with the words is that for me, spirituality isn't just those airy fairy kombucha yoga, nice mm-hmm. things. And those aren't bad. I'm not saying that, but for me, you asked what, what my spirituality is for me and what it's become is a, a practice of letting go a practice of remembering and it's not easy. I think when I first started out on this spiritual path, consciously working to reestablish my relationship with God, it, it was, it was nice. It was good. It was, it, I, I was meeting like-minded people and everything was going great. And then things got challenging. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what a, a real spiritual practice is, is at least for me, I'm always wary of when I hear about spirituality kind of painted in this very lighthearted, um, only the good stuff way, because mm-hmm. I think that in order to experience the good stuff, we have to do the work to get Absolutely. there. Absolutely. It's like, it's like going to the gym. It's like I have a desire to be in shape, um, and that desire is really wonderful and nice, and, and the things that that desire evokes within me is all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. But the actual sweat and discomfort yep. and dedication and every day showing up, that's where the difference is made. Mm-hmm. And so my notion of spirituality isn't this kind of, you know, nice, friendly um, uh, thing. It it is that. And it's also something that I have to wrestle with sometimes. And And it isn't pretty. And it can be really ugly at times. Because I think, I know for me, when I feel my spirituality challenging me, it's basically poking me and saying, hello, I'm trying to make you pay attention to this because this is something you need to work on. Or I want you to see this and you may not want to see this. Or I want you to learn that this is where you really still need to grow. And it's not comfortable until you realize this is happening for me. Right. Well, and I, I went to a lecture just last week. I was looking for the, the quote that I wrote down. And the, the person who was lecturing was talking about purpose and, and spirituality. And, and he said something that I hadn't ever heard before. And his whole talk was really about, he said, how consistent are you going against your nature? And his notion of purpose is connected to what's opposite of your nature. So he says, anytime you're, you're relaxed into your nature, you're not aligned with your purpose. And so whether or not that's true for everyone, um, for me, what it, what it spoke to was the sense of my spirituality. Anytime that I know that I'm really growing or that it's something that I'm, 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 that's, that's growing me as a person, mm-hmm as a man, as a spiritual person, um, it's, it's when I'm going against my nature, mm-hmm. which my nature is my smaller self. My nature is my, my ego reactions. My nature is my laziness or, or not re- wanting to really do the work. Yeah. I love and this so, because yeah. it is so 
spot on because even as you were saying it you know as you were saying what he said i was like envisioning in my head there's going to be some guys listening that their heads are just exploding right now it's like i don't like this going against my nature but it's so true because in those moments you're being called to your deepest self right it's and you can't avoid it like it or not we're being called to that deep piece of ourselves that says okay big man let's see how you can really show up now Let's see what's really going to happen when you're faced with X, Y, Z. And it also, on the flip side of that, gives us the opportunity to trust, as you said, to let go and to value uncertainty. Because when we can't see what's around the corner, I believe for most of us, that's when this whole thing starts. It's like we feel like we have to know. We have to have this certainty. We need to know exactly what's going to happen. And then the moment we start to get challenged and we go up against something that's so off from the nature of what we believe, this is where it happens. I like to say that's where the magic happens, even if the magic is kind of ugly and dirty in the moment. Most of the time when we walk away from that, we stop and we go, okay, I'm okay. I'm literally okay. In fact, I may be really great. And I think that's one of the things that most of us miss, especially guys that, you know, here we are, we're in our forties. We're starting to coast into some better things in life, hopefully. But when this stuff hits, it's another wake up call. It is. And it's, it's, you know, there's so many, I mean, we can talk about, I mean, there's so many aspects to spirituality. Um, what, what that means when we say, you know, practice or for me showing up. Um, but I'll just share this really quickly with your listeners. Cause I thought it, I think it's such a beautiful testimony to spirituality and showing up even through the difficulties. Um, and, and what it really means is that I literally just had a, a call from a friend of mine who was in a car accident last week and it was a pretty bad accident. Like his car was, he, he was when it, we had some uh, days of rain, here in Los Angeles that were pretty bad. And so he was driving home late at night on the freeway, his car hydroplaned and it tur- he thought he was going to flip. And he literally describes it as he thought he was going to die. Like he, wow. he really thought that he wasn't going to survive and his car was going to flip. And he ended up hitting the, the middle part, you know, in the highway yep. and uh, his car was wrecked. Um, he had to get a towed and, the cops came, gave him a breathalyzer. He wasn't, you know, he hadn't been drinking at all, but they just, you know, they had to do that. Right, um, right. And, it, and and so his car was totaled. He had to take it to the repair. It's going to be, you know, upwards of 5,000 plus to get it, you know, fixed. And he immediately went into gratitude. He immediately went into, I mean, he posted something on Facebook. He even called me the next day on the, after the accident. And I was like, wow, you're really taking this really well. And, and it wasn't that he was doing this kind of uh, throwing pink paint on something spiritual bypass, Mm -hmm. Um, but he really, that's just who he is as a person. And he was going into, I'm so grateful to be alive. I'm so grateful that, you know, my mom and my family, I'm able to go home and still be around. And it was like kind of this whole way that he was approaching it. Yes, he was upset he was going to have to pay the money, but it was just this way that he was being through the series of next days. And he literally literally just called me today to tell me that he was working out at a class that he goes to, that he's been going to for the past few years. Doesn't really know the people that he works out with, but it's just kind of like 
this cl- small class of people. Yep. And this man who he doesn't even know, I mean, aside from the class, um, approached him after the class as my friend was walking to his rental car and said, hey, I just want to you know, say that I've really watched how you've handled this whole situation and you have handled it so well and, and it's really taught me a lot in my own life and I've been really fortunate in my life throughout my life and so I just wanted to give you this to help you with your accident. Hmm. And my friend took it, it was an envelope and inside the envelope was $2,000. Wow. And my friend who just called me to tell me this story was crying while he was telling me this with such gratitude of how he was, can't believe that this happened to him. Mm-hmm. And so the reason I'm sharing it to you is because to me, it's such a beautiful lesson of my friend isn't this person who like wears this, I'm spiritual or mm-hmm. I'm a spiritual person or I go to church or God or, you know, anything like that. He just, lives with such an open heart and does the work and shows up even when things are really challenging and difficult. And he's had some definite challenges in his life for sure. And the fact that he was given this envelope with $2,000 from kind of not a stranger, but someone who they're not, I mean, he's a lot older than my friend. They don't hang out. He doesn't know him. They're not Mm -hmm. like friends on social media. He just, by my friends showing up consistently, noticed him. You know, we teach through demonstration. Sure, so sure. how we show up, even when we go to work out for an hour, how we interact with people is being taught mm-hmm. um, or being, you know, we're, we're teaching people. And so that, that to me kind of was an example of what spirituality is. It's the unknowing. It's the how did he didn't know where that money was going to come mm-hmm. from. Yep. And literally, it was given. It was given to him in an envelope. Wow. Well, part most of it. Yeah, that's amazing, and and that's a beautiful way to wrap this up about showing up with an open heart, trusting the unknown, and just giving gratitude for the big things as well as the little things. I think that's a testament to what spirituality is, and I know that you have demonstrated that to me many, many times. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on here was because I think you constantly try to show up as who you really are. And you let that beautiful spirituality show up as who Chris is meant to be in the world, letting it shine. And today you really let it shine, man. So I want to say thanks for being here and totally sharing yourself and giving the gifts of yourself and um, just being a really cool 40 plus guy, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I think that that's what we're each here to do. And we're each here to share ourselves. And interestingly enough, just to finally end end with this, is that my friend uh, changed his, uh, on Instagram, you know how you you have your handle. Mm -hmm. He changed his Instagram handle to share your light Mm -hmm. after that accident because he really felt like he was given an opportunity at a second chance, not a second chance, but just kind of like an opportunity. And he really wants to share his light. And so just the fact that we're talking about this right now, like sharing and, you know, um, it's all about sharing ourselves and sharing what we only we can share, which is connected to our spirituality. Um, 
in our relationship with ourselves. So thank you. Well, thanks, Chris, for sharing your life today, man. That's a wrap for 40 Plus. Real men, real talk. Where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men, Real Talk, where the conversations continue.